And continuing what you just said about the alignment, you know, I mean, I came last Sunday, I was, I was, I was at home praising and worshiping, and Patrick contacted me on Friday, I think, about the invitation, and uh, when you mentioned your name, when you came to the office, you know, I mean, you, let me tell you, you're blessed with, with him and Kathy. This, these people have a great heart, the sweetheart. I mean, it's nice to connect with them. But anyway, I came last Sunday. I just sat in the back right there because I wanted to, the Holy Spirit said, just go. You're going to hear a word that is going to connect with what, what you're doing and with the purpose that we have in life. And uh, so I came. You know, I came last Sunday, and uh, I got the word that I, I that's a, 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 a brother told me, which, and you too, you too, too, just to confirm what we're doing. But uh, um, I'm blessed to be here this morning. I see some faces from Life Church <laughs> group right here. And we have the congregation that uh, I'm honored to lead. It's the, the Spanish group. We've been doing it for seven years. But, um, but truly, it's about uh, aligning our, 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 our lives to the kingdom of God to be manifested on earth through us. Every single one of us have a purpose, have a destiny. When Jesus says in Hebrew 10, 7, you know, uh, um, that well, it was written in heaven what he needed to do on earth. And he came and just fulfill the writings. God writes everything. God is an amazing God that he writes. But on those writings, he wants those writings to come alive in you. The living word. Jesus. We know that. But we get so much focus on the, in the written word that we have to encounter him. We are all capable of listening to him daily. We, I, I think um, there's nothing against the, the, the written word of God. He, he has written for, um, for many examples in the Bible. To, to, to show us how he operated through men. The men, those men and we were not perfect. And sometimes we think we have to be perfect to serve God. No. We just need to align to his desire. And he says uh, in Matthew 5, 5. I remember the first time I got revelation of the word where he said, Blessed are the ones that are humble. They will inherit the earth. And I said, when I read it the first time, it doesn't make any sense to me. Am I going to inherit the earth? And I was told through my Catholic background, through my Baptist background, through my Pentecostal background, apostolic background, <laughs> me, look, look what I'm coming from, that I'm here to go to heaven. Is that right? We get saved to go to heaven. And I said, God, no. My purpose is not for you. I've created you in heaven. Look. I have, he created us, all of us. Different colors, different eyes, you know. But all of us, it's one race only. Book of Acts, chapter 17. He said he created every nation in the world, and he put them boundaries. It's in the Bible. In he put every person that he desires on those, in those regions. Because that has to do with the spiritual realm too. The spiritual warfare. Moses was born in Egypt. He was kicked out of Egypt by himself. 40 years in the desert. Who brought God to deliver Israel? Moses. Because he, has, he had a jurisdiction. Territorial jurisdiction. To come to Egypt and deal with the, the demonic through the Pharaoh. See, our alignment, it's, we got to take possession. It starts with possession. But look, Jesus, when he said it's finished, it's so amazing. Why? So we have to take possession of our salvation. When Joshua, remember the, the history of that stuff, Joshua and Caleb. But when Joshua finally took the, took the command, after, when Moses probably, you know all that stuff. Joshua 
The generation of Joshua, that's the generation for us now. We are the Joshua generation. What did he do? God told him, I got everything for you. But you have to take possession. Look at that. Possession. If you don't take possession, we're going to be sitting. Possession, what is talking about? Possession, salvation. We, we confess, all right? It's all right? But we got to take possession of what the Bible says. Possession of my deliverance. The demons cannot stay with you. They're going to come and oppress you. You cast them out in the name of Jesus. He says in Mark 16, if you believe in me, cast them out. It's part of our alignment with God. Our alignment with the scripture. See that? Possession of my healing. Something is hurting me. I'm not going to go to the doctor. Well, you might want to go up and get a diagnosis, but... The Holy Spirit, if you connect it with the Holy Spirit living, He's going to tell what's wrong with you. John 3, 2, as my soul prospers, my body prospers. But my soul has to prosper first for my body to prosper. And the enemy knows what you, your soul is, your, your, your mind, your will and emotions. And it was so beautiful, that picture that Antonio put it there about the brain, how it's covered with bones and the spinal stuff that our mind, the enemy is going to attack us daily. But it's going to affect you, your will and emotions. We take possession. Casting those, 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 those things. We take possession, listen, of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's my best friend. The Holy Spirit should be our best friend. Yeah. Look, I know my wife, you know, I mean, I talk to my wife, but the person I talk the most to is the Holy Spirit. I'm serious. And he will confirm stuff through my wife, even through my daughter. It's amazing how we will do. I don't listen to men. No, no, please, I'm not being prideful of what I know about God. No, 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 I just, I, I just learned to, to just to listen to him, just tiny little things. Like last Sunday he said, I wasn't planning on coming here last Sunday, honestly. I wanted to go to visit my friend at Apostolic uh, Temple on Prince Lake. And I know he said, go there. So when he said that, go there, I was okay. But when, he's, when he tells you, he just whispers to you. It's amazing. And, and you know that that's him. Because he knows your heart. He knows. On that alignment, uh, um, is that you take possession of those gifts. But you got to take possession of your land. What is that? The place that you live, you gotta take possession of the land. In Genesis, we know 3:17, God cursed the earth. Is all right. But in Galatians 3:13, what it says, Jesus was what? Redeemed the whole earth. And you know that the cross in Greek is a stake. What did they do in the cross when Jesus was crucified? They put a writing in it. In the Jewish tradition, in Deuteronomy 6, okay, read it. I'm not going to, for the time, the Jewish tradition was, they called them Yisusa. They would put in a little box, writings, the scriptures of the Torah, put it by the door. Faith is by faith. Huh? Everything is by faith. Like you just said, sister. Everything is faith. And they would write on, on the doorposts of the home, the scriptures. It has a lot of meaning to us in the spiritual realm. So we got to take possession. Possession is salvation, deliverance, healing, possession of your land, possession of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in that position, when the Holy Spirit reveals to you, then you start aligning with the possession, the possession of your purpose and destiny on the earth. Matthew 6, Jesus in Matthew 6, Jesus mentions the Father 12 times. And 12 times has to do with government on earth. 12 disciples. There's a lot of, a lot of some mysteries in the world of God that cannot be interpreted. There's no book that's going to tell you. Only the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. You can buy all the books you want, which I used to do way, way back. No, 
It's the Holy Spirit will give you those mysteries. Mysteries of the Word of God. He knows the Word. Jesus said in, in John 14, 26, when He comes, He is going to teach you. He's the counselor. He's the helper. There's no psychiatrist in the world. No psychologist can tell you what he knows about you. I remember when my wife, when I started in the ministry, my whole family got attacked. My wife got attacked with spiritual depression. Because of the background that she has Baptist, not, nothing against because I used to be Baptist. The doctor told her it was an, a chemical imbalance. I told, her, I told her, no, it's not a chemical, it's a, it's a demonic operation. I knew the relationship while I'm getting in the, in the business of God and my, my family was being attacked. But, you know, I mean, the demon was cast out, it just was gone. But see, but if I didn't know that, I'd probably be oppressed. I mean, but, but that's, that's the possession he's talking about. Possession, the inheritance. And that's the possession. There's one more possession. We have inheritance. But those inheritance, let's assume, okay, in the natural, okay? You're going to see how that works. Because it ties to the, everything ties to the scripture. Everything is spiritual. Everything. And the scripture will give you those, those little bits and bites that will connect it. And then who will reveal it to you is the Holy Spirit. No one else. The Holy Spirit is our friend. He's our counselor. He's a teacher. He knows everything. John 16, if you read it from 13 to 15, he says he knows everything about the Father and the Son. And he wants to reveal it to you. Everything. That's amazing. So when God created us in heaven, yes, we saw him. All of us. It's amazing. We saw his face when, we cre when he created us in heaven. This is why he has a purpose for all of us. And then he wrote a scroll. Proverbs 19, uh, 139, 16. There's so many scriptures in the world. Okay. So he wrote a scroll, okay. So you have a book. All of us have a book that has a purpose and destiny. So he sends us to heaven. And we're born on, on the earth. You know, we grow on everything. But because the process here... Because we, ass we assume that we, we have taken possession of what? What we're supposed to take possession, you know. But it's in the purpose and destiny. And that's the alignment. Why? On the purpose and destiny is the kingdom come. The manifestation of his kingdom from heaven to be manifested on earth through all of us. Because we all have, look. According to 12, uh, Romans 12, we have re there's seven redemptive gifts. Okay? But that's, those, some, those are gifts. But not everybody is policeman, not everybody's teacher, everybody's accountant. See, that's what the gifts are. Because he knows when, when God sends us to the earth, we already have a gift inside of us that we're going to operate in the sacred world. All of us. It's true. It's, everything is in the Bible. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it fascinates me, you know, what every detail about us is written in that book. Not in the Bible, but it, when it connects with the Bible, it comes alive. The Holy Spirit comes and shows you purpose and destiny. That's he operates. It's amazing. There's details, but the simplicity of, of, of that alignment is very simple. He will let you know if there's a demon oppressing your child. Gotta be out. Gotta be casted out. I'm serious. Um, how much time do I have? Not much time, huh? I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to stay aligned with my time. Because, I don't wanna, because in the Spanish group, we have service for three or four hours. I'm sorry. No, I'm just letting you know. So, I mean, I got to get used to this. Um, um, about four, oh, Kirk, so four years ago we went to Peru. Well, 
they donated a land, a land to us that, uh, um, because we went there one Sunday. I was invited to go, and uh, uh, we invited the people to come, and uh, uh, the Holy Spirit was just amazing. He healed everybody there. It was, everybody was on the floor. Everybody healed everything. And, uh, and the little mayor was so impressed that uh, he never seen. They have some other congregation there, but what happened with this stuff? I said, like I said, look, I'm, he just wanted to heal you. I mean, he loves you. Shows his love. Look, gifts are irrevocable, and it has to operate through every one of us, all of us. Those gifts are for So that's possession. We've got to take possession of what God gave in us. He gave us salvation. We can't be stuck on salvation. He gave us healing. By his straps, I am healed. So I'm going to take possession of my healing. Amen. See, deliverance is a gift from, 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 uh, from God to his children. We are his children. But in Galatians says, uh, if, you have, if you have a son or daughter, they're, they're your children, but they're 15, 16. You're not going to give him the key of the truck to drive. Same thing with God. He's not going to give the keys of, of, of the kingdom of heaven if we're not prepared. See, that's the possession we have to take. It's a maturity, but it's a, it's a faith and belief system. That now, I'm going to come back to some scriptures to make sense of what I just said. In Matthew 5, 5, blessed are the humble, they shall, and this is not they will, shall, learn in English, it's a strong word. Will is, will is well, you know, shall, it's, it's, shall inherit the earth. And I said, wait a minute. And the, and the word humble or meek, from, from the root of the Hebrew, it's based on faith and obedience. It's not all, no, no, it's faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. See that? See, if I believe that it's written, and that's for me, and then put it into action, that's what the Holy Spirit wants, because he has to confirm the word through you. But anyway, I don't try to, <laughs> all right? So there's connections in the scriptures individually for us, but like Jesus told to Nicodemus, you're only going to talk what you know. That, that's the strong word, if you read it. What is it what he's saying? Well, anyway, um, they donated this land to us, and, um, and then we came back here, and, um, and uh, I didn't know, being from Peru, we were in this region that was so uh, dry, and there's the capital of, of, of the witchcraft of Peru. Look how God, his mercy. But he's been preparing about deliverance through years now, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And uh, um, before we went, the Holy Spirit just had to, a lot of stuff was, was piling on me, downloading all that stuff. But I didn't know why. You know what I mean? I knew we were going. And, uh, um, and uh, before I left, I remember, I said, take the stakes. Stakes. Okay, I realize what he already remember about staking the land, taking possession of the land. Okay, and uh, um, so we, I think for Kirk was the first experience he had at that time. <laughs> so we, we, look, we get to this place. The first thing I did was a group of about, how many were about 20, I think? The 10 of us, okay. So and I said, look, this land has been donated to us, but we got to stake it out. I said, what? We gotta take this land. I gotta take possession of this land. I gotta do it. So I, we we wanna put stakes. We we and I write usually words in the stakes, you know, I mean, whatever the horse promised me to read. We were taking possession of the land. And honestly, I didn't know that land was full of, of, of demonic. Full of, all the area was um from um, witchcraft and everything. But when we took possession of the land, the demonic manifested. That in the place that we were staying, they didn't, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> uh, everybody that was staying, I mean, the lights were going and off. I'm serious, there was no water. It's tough. And just, what happened, we realized something, we rented a house. But that house, that was not my house. So in that house, they had some issues in that house. That the owner somehow 
figure out what's going. So he calls my sister. My sister tells my sister. He tells my sister, "Can you tell your brother to 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 clean up that place spiritually?" I said, "This is not my house. I can tell him to go, but they're gonna come back." It was true. I would tell him to. Go. I mean, he's talking about manifestation of demonic in the real. I don't think the other one saw it, but they will come in the thousands. I'm not kidding you. I never saw that manifestation in my life. But thanks to the Holy Spirit, look at this. Prior to my trip to Peru, he prepared me. I was not afraid. He prepares you. He's not going to send you anywhere if he doesn't. He prepares you first. But anyway, so um, we came back, you know, to make story short. Then the staking was so part of my, uh, the, his ministry. Because this is not our ministry. That's his ministry. We just, you know, we'll be, be faith and obedient to what he tells us. And I started staking a lot of lands. Took, I just staking my house, the property that I own, you know. And then, uh, what's the brother gave me the award? Uh, uh, no, 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 the, the one before. No, 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 he was. He, brother Hugh. Brother Hugh, can you come for a second? I, 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 I want to I just share something with you that you said about that warrior. What did you say? The warrior about the stake. You had a vision. Yes. I, the, just, I, I wanted to say we have uh, The Lord had showed me this man driving a stake in the ground, and the only assimilation that I had with that was a tribe of Indians. They would tie a leather thong to their ankle and tie the other end to the stake and they'd drive it in the ground when they went to war, meaning this land is mine. I'm going to fight. I'm not going to run. I'm going to take possession of this land. Excellent. Thank you. Listen. Listen to this. This is amazing, okay? I was praying at home, like I was telling you. And he said, son, he said, I, I, I could hear. Just go there. Don't go to the other place. I was planning on going. I'm going to confirm what you're doing. Way back. And I said, okay. I just came and sat down. You know what I mean? And I was waiting for that. I said, who's going to give me the one? But then he, you told me about the stuff that is going on, too. You were right on the money. I'm serious, okay? Um, but you see, one thing, okay, look, is we've got to take possession of everything that is given to us. Salvation, deliverance, healing. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, we overlook it. Those are the those are greatest things. So you should be operating with those gifts, all of us, because he's going to use you. I mean, he... The Holy Spirit brings people to my office to get delivered, to get saved, to get healed. Because I'm willing to. Okay? Because he says, freely I'm giving it to you. Freely share it. How are we going to show the world if the kingdom is not manifested through us? We have to be that. that we have to be a reflection, not a copy. That's the key. That's what he told me. Son, be a reflection of my love. First of all, why is that? Because I grew up, I mean, I was seven years in Maritime Academy in Peru. The teacher rules. Love is first, rules are second. Jesus did that. He loved them. I said, sing no more. He always said at the end of everything, sing no more. See that? The woman, the, the adulterous woman, you know. Everybody was gone. Show his love. And then he says, sing no more. Love is first. Love is first, always. So we have to be a reflection of the kingdom. Matthew 16, the greatest prayer. Jesus said, teaching them, the Father, Heavenly Father, who are in heaven, your kingdom come. And what? Aha, uh -huh. that has to tie to my purpose and destiny. That's what he wants. It's taking the land, it's possession of the land. You've got to take possession of where you live. It's take the land. Let's take it. 
Well, wherever you live, stake that lane. If you don't believe it, tell the Holy Spirit how it's going to show you. It's going to show you. There's no books about that. It's something unknown. It's take your lane. Take possession of that land. Spiritually. In the natural, you own it. You got a title. You got a deed. What about in the spiritual? Do you own it? <laughs> Why do you think the enemy attacks all the families? Attacks all, all this storm that happened, it's demonic. That's not a God. My house is a stand. Look, I have a beach house in Johnson Bayou. Listen. That house standing. There's more homes destroying Lake Charles than right by the water. I stake the land. I did. I stake my house. I got some shingles messed up because the roof was all, I mean, the wind took it. I understand. But there was no damage inside my house. No damage. My, my in-laws are staying with me because the house, house got destroyed. Take possession of your land. Take it. It starts from there too. Take possession of your inheritance. Galatians, Galatians 4.1, he says, we're all children of God, but he, you cannot, you know, like, let's say, let's say you, you, your parents die when you're about 15, 16. That inheritance is yours, but you cannot, somebody that, because of the underage, has got to be a tutorship, is that right? Somebody has to be a guardian. In the spiritual realm, it works the same way. Remember, everything is spiritual that is manifested on earth somehow. We are created spirit first on, 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 earth, on heaven. We are. We're born of mom and dad in a body. Amazing. It's amazing. You pursue, you, our, our, my alignment to God is what I want to happen to money manifested to me, through me, so I can glorify the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That's what he wants. He's behind me, telling me what to do. You have to be able to listen to him daily. Don't listen to the news. I don't watch news. I don't watch that stuff. I'm serious. Listen to him first. If you get up in the morning, five in the morning, get up and just trust to listen to him, he's going to lay out what's going to happen during the day. Or he's going to tell you, look, don't go there, do this and that. I'm serious. You, I'm, you go, he's going to give you words that maybe someone talk, call you on the phone. You don't know the person. The, the, I, mean, you, I, mean, I mean, what I mean, you know the person, but you don't know what, what, what's going on with that person. You know what I mean? I have some problems and everything. And just, the Holy Spirit might just give you a word that a person is going to pick it up. And you didn't even know. I'm serious. Or might you hug someone through your hug, the love, the person is going to be touched. I remember um, I was in the Apostolic Temple one night and after the service, this black lady, I know she was having problems. And then and the Holy Spirit told me, just go give her a hug. And this Apostolic Temple to, to do that to a man, to a woman, is pretty rare. You know that? If you go to the apostolic, to a, to, a, to a Pentecostal church, I just pointed to him. It's a black lady. I mean, nothing with the race. See that? The first thing we see is race, color. And we're trying to see what is allowed in that place. He knew what, what was going on with the lady. When I gave her a big hug, I felt the love of God falling through me, and the lady got healed and delivered. Because she called me the next day. But I didn't know. But he wants to use you. He wants to use us. He doesn't want to use angels. Angels are to help us, by the way. There are helpers. I mean, I can tell you stories about angels in the ministry field. It's amazing. Okay, so Galatians says that you're not going to get that what God is, is, is giving you for your purpose and destiny. If we're not prepared. But it's by faith in the Spirit. You gotta believe it. You have to believe it. By faith in the Spirit. When I go and pray, I don't pray because I wanna pray. I go by in faith in the Spirit. Because I'm a spirit, listen, first of all, I'm a spirit that has a soul in a body. My body's gonna die, it's gonna stay on this earth. 
but my spirit, I want to connect it to him. But the enemy, the devil, and those demons that, with that familiar spirit, it's going to come and mess your mind. That's going to affect your will and emotions. Why do you think there's so many sick people in the world? By his traps, I am healed. This virus is demonic. Amen. This virus, it's, it's, it's a game. There's seven demons on that virus, by the way. Seven demons. They attack the people. It's just, but the Holy Spirit will show us this stuff to prepare us. But it's about our assignment and our purpose and destiny. That I just, I just want to make sure, I say, God, I'm doing what you have created me on heaven to do it on earth. I don't want to go back to, to heaven and, and, and then ask, you haven't fulfilled your purpose and destiny. There's, there's so many brothers and sisters, they're dying, they have not fulfilled the purpose and destiny. That's sad. There's so many. And, and I pray daily, I'm not kidding you. It's, I let him know. I don't want to. I want to die at your appointed time. I tell him. But before that, I want to fulfill every single word that you have written on my scroll. Yeah. We have a scroll from heaven. It is in the Bible. It says it. And then when the Holy Spirit is inside on you, He's going to start showing you. Sometimes He's going to make you cry because He has to. Deliverance comes so many ways. Through your tears, through coughing it out, and so many stuff. Let me tell you, in the delivery ministry, I, we, people would cough up stuff. I'm serious. I mean, I remember this man, um, he was a mason, spirit of mason, a demonic spirit, um, wanted to be delivered. He came to my office, and then two of my Spanish ladies were being, being training them about deliverance. <laughs> The morning demon, manifestation on the man was amazing. There's so many demons. There's a lot of strongholds, okay? But, but that's, look, by faith in the spirit, we cast him out. But the angels come and take the demon out of the person. That's what they do. I'm serious. But we got to believe it. Let's take possession of our land. Take it. You're going to see a difference. I was telling Kirk, okay, I said, Kirk. If everybody believe that whatever we own, we take possession like the way we take possession of our salvation. I hope you're taking salvation of your healing. You're taking possession of your deliverance, deliverances. You're taking possession of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You take possessions of the, uh, your purpose and destiny. It belongs to you. You've got to take possession. That's on that alignment. If I don't take possession, I don't know what my purpose and destiny is. We're, we're not on this earth. Just to accept Jesus and get saved and, go, and die and go to, go to heaven. No, we're not. We're not. That's a lie of the devil. That is doctrines of demons like Timothy say, like Paul told Timothy. In the later times, there's going to be some doctrines of demons that's going to be so confusing. That's what's going on right now. You know that. You take out a, it doesn't hear. You take out a tape like Joshua. We are the Joshua generation. Because in the Joshua generation, there was no intermediary like Moses. Everybody participated. Remember when everybody, uh, the whole army and the whole nation, what did they do around Jericho? We are the Joshua generation. We are. You gotta take possession of possession of, of inheritance belongs to us on the purpose and Galatians 4 1 says if you're still like a minor, but you're still a, a, a child, you know, a child of that of the deceased parents, you're not gonna get it. It's still gonna be sitting somewhere. Gotta take possession. Healings belongs to you. It's done. Deliverance belongs to you. It's done. The gifts of the Holy Spirit belongs to me. It's done. But I got to believe in the Holy Spirit. But those gifts are not to brag about it. Those gifts are to when he sends you place to shore. And then people are going to get delivered, healed. But, but according to Matthew 7, 21, I remember this is what I think the church, some congregations, they probably... Um, I don't know what the right word is going to say. I don't want to be too strong in this word. They're probably stalked or they're probably just uh, assuming that this is, this is as good as it gets, if I could say this word. Uh, um, 
Can, can you put Matthew 17, no, Matthew 7, 21, 24, just to read it? And you're going to see something amazing here that opened my eyes because when I started doing missions overseas and the missions were supernatural, healings and miracles, amazing, okay? So I was honestly, I was just getting puffed up a little bit in my head. And the Holy Spirit put me, hit the brakes. I said, son, what are you doing? And I said, so he, he took me to these scriptures, Matthew 7, 21 to 24. Let's all read it. Let's read the word. Can we say it? Come on, let's go. Prophesy. Amen. Listen. Those scriptures hit me in the head. I'm not going to lie to you. And I went and said, what? The way that I'm talking, you got to talk to the hospital like that. I mean, he knows your heart. Yeah. We cannot hide. I mean, I mean, you know, you, you don't have to be on your knees all the time. I mean, come on. No, I'm serious. I mean, he, he's inside of you. I just talked. I said, like, you know, I mean, ah, I, I, this is what I told him. You mean that what I'm doing is not enough? No. I want to give you a different level. It's about my purpose and destiny. Casting out demons, all that stuff, they're gifts. We can't be just focused on that. It's part of the gifts, and when we share a gift, but it has to flow. It has to. It has to just flow through us freely. But what He wants is to do the will of God, and that's the alignment. My, my, my purpose and destiny it has to align with His will. That's it. That's what He's talking about. Amazing. Women should be preaching more. I'm serious. Women make better pastors. Amen. It's true. Why? Listen, women have something that we men don't have. And men don't want to hear that. But we bogged down with doctrines that are not allowing women to preach and teach. That's how the demon, that's the demons, that's demonic. And that grieves the Holy Spirit. The purpose of God, he has a purpose. And we are his purpose, yeah. believe it or not. We are his purpose. And we have a purpose and destiny individually. You know why? Because when all, if you take possession of all the stuff that I told you, he's going to bring you to a different realm. Jacob's ladder, he showed me that. It's like climbing a ladder. He, bring, he wants to bring you, Paul talks about that, from glory to glory, because Paul saw that. And he writes it. And when I saw it, I honestly, I saw it too. Now, Kenya, that's amazing. He wants to bring you to a different step, closer to him. It doesn't violate your free will. You got to surrender your free will to him. And abdicate your throne to him. Because we are his shoulders. He's the head. We are his hands, we're his feet. We've got to carry the kingdom of heaven on our shoulders. We've got to be manifested. His will, his will has to be done through me and you. Women should teach more. Women should preach more than men. Why? Because our mandate is apostolic, not pastoral. And women have something that men doesn't have, I can tell you, look. 
God gave that gift to women to have children, not to men. And because of that, women have something unique that men don't have. I'm serious. The women, are, I don't know why you're not stepping that up. All of you, I mean, all of you. There's no excuses. Only 1% is called to the ministry, so to speak. But the other 99% is outside here. It's outside here. I do more work, not on Sunday, but during the week. God work for the kingdom. I'm serious. God, the Holy Spirit, will send you people. There's so many broken-hearted people. Jesus says, here I go. Look, this is my fa- one of my favorite scriptures. But, uh, I sent so many scriptures, not knowing which one I'm going to use. This is funny. i got to tell you this. So Patrick sends a text. I said, about, I think he was talking about what version of the uh, Bibles I want to use. And then, but I just replied back to him, you know, hopefully he will get it. I said, uh, he was asking about the top three, but I said, look, they're all my top three, I told him. Everything's my top three. You know what I mean? So he got it. So when we started the Spanish ministry, the group we were praying because they were getting together, we were fasting and praying. And I was already involved in the supernatural, all that stuff, you know, which is it's a gift, you know, for, for all of us. All right. Um, when we started that, it's going to be seven years this June. Uh, the, uh, the Holy Spirit told me, just, just, I want you to focus in, in, in Luke 418. I said, why? Because I want to train you, okay? Um, so Luke 418 says, Jesus, if by the Spirit of God who anointed me, look, at, that's the key. There's two things you got to remember here. Everything goes from heaven, but to the Holy Spirit's ministry to us. We cannot bypass him. That's the reason why he poured out his Holy Spirit. Look at this. It says, by the Spirit of God, anointed, it says. Here, I'm to, to cast out demons, pretty much the same. If you read that stuff, to, to heal the brokenhearted, to, to, to deliver the, the, the blind, all of that stuff, to give liberty. You see, remember the scripture. He's talking about deliverance, healing, all that stuff. But it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's just a, um, it's not even the full meal. If I can put it that way in the natural. We all like to eat. To me, it's probably like a, um, an entree. So that means every, all of you should be able to do that. All of us. If we're not, blessed are the humble, they will inherit the earth. If I'm not doing that, I need to question God what my position is then. I'm serious. We should be able to do that. We should be able to cast out a demon of a friend that is obviously your child. The demonic wants to kill us. It's a reality. Matthew 12, 28, it says, If by the Spirit of God I cast out a demon, that means the kingdom of God has arrived. Jesus, our Savior, our King and Lord, putting himself above, no, putting the Holy Spirit above him, putting him in a second tier. Our purpose and destiny will not be fulfilled on this earth if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to operate in our life daily. He is our friend. He is our counselor. He is everything you can imagine. He's you. If you want to talk to a psychiatrist, he's your psychiatrist. He's your psychologist. He's your best friend. He's everything to you. I'm serious. And we should all have that relationship with him. We should have that because the purpose and destiny is for all of us. He created you in heaven. He created you in heaven. What time is it? Because I want the Holy Spirit to touch everybody this morning. I want the Holy Spirit to listen. It's that. It's the anointing that we have to get. I just don't want an encounter. I want the anointing. 
I'm serious. With that anointing, like in, in, uh, Jesus says in Matthew uh, 11, 28, that yoke, the anointing breaks every yoke. One day I'll teach you about the four faces of God that he showed me. It's in Ezekiel, it's in Revelations. Lion, it's rulers, kingship. Supposed to rule like a lion on earth. Dominion, Genesis 1. Apostolic mandate, an eagle. An eagle has a vision. And that's the vision he wants us to give to all of us. An apostolic mandate. An ox. An ox is prophetic. You have to plow the land and aim prophesize on the land. Because the, when you prophesize the word of God, it's, 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 it's seed. And he wants to operate through men and women, through us. That's the priestly. And who is a highest priest? It's Jesus. So the four faces of God, he wants to bring us to that level. Because the kingdom of God has to be manifested that way through, through those four faces. But if I'm right now, I'm struggling with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Forget it. He's going to only show you what you want, not what you need. Because it doesn't violate your free will. I learned that the hard way, trust me. I did. The four faces of God should be manifesting every believer on the earth. Jesus did it. Hebrews 3, he's, the, he's, the, he's our apostle and the highest priest. The church is not pastoral. It's apostolic. Prepare and equip to be sent. But what's, what's going on through centuries? Bring him, bring him, bring him, and keep him. No. It's apostolic. We have a, 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 an apostolic mandate, but we also have a prophetic mandate. I'm not talking about now the gifts of prophets. They're completely different. We have why? Because the ox, okay, is an animal that's so strong. It's a symbol of plowing the land. And you got to break the ground. But in order to break the land, you got to take possession of the land first. See that? You can't go. There's, there's some process with God. If I don't take the land, I can't, I can't plow it. I got to take it. I got to take it. I got to take possession spiritually. So when you take, when you take possession of the land like that ox, you, you plow the land, you prophesy on the land. You plant the seed. Can you imagine that every home in, the United, in, in this area is taking possession, prophesying on the land? Oh, the enemy is going to rise up. Yeah, let him rise up. That's what we want. You want manifestation of the demonic. It's easy to deliver them. I'm serious. In the Bible, Jesus never went looking for a demon. They manifested. And that's how we should do. Because if you carry the anointing, they're going to be manifested. Or they're going to come to you for deliverance. Now, if they come and you get afraid and get manifested and the devil sees that you're not doing what you're supposed to do, they're going to beat you up. Because they know you don't. They already know. They're just proving. They're trying to prove a point. It's another teaching. I don't want to get involved with that. Okay, I'm serious. So, listen. The best teacher is the Holy Spirit. There's no man on the earth can, can teach you. But he will operate through, through, like it says, Ephesians, you know, he's going to, Ephesians, he says, um, chooses apostles, prophets, teachers, but because he wants to help us to get to a measure of faith. But he wants everybody to be eventually on the jackal's ladder, going up, and then manifesting the kingdom of God on earth to all of us. But there's a process. Take possession of all the, all, all the, all the, all the gifts. Take possession of the deliverance, healing, the protection of the land, possession of inheritance. But the Holy Spirit has to operate you. But now, when the Holy Spirit, okay, this is something that we have to know. That those gifts, he wants to manifest it through all of us. Because when we leave this place, there's so many people with broken hearted, with demons. They don't know. I mean, marriages are broken up. I mean, there's so much hurt out there. Okay? Because that's what he wants to do. He wants, but then he doesn't want us to be stuck there because he wants us to be influenced in our society. There are seven pillars of society. The first one is you, the ecclesia. And you've got to be equipped. 
spiritual, spiritually, by faith in the Spirit. Okay, but because of time constraint, I'm just going to. Um, we want the Holy Spirit just to minister to us this morning. We want Him to confirm the Word, and I want Him. I was praying about it. I want Him to confirm to you with, with maybe baptizing you in the Holy Spirit. Um, maybe you can just um, maybe heal you and deliver. I'm serious. You can, look, deliverance. It's not, it's not something dirty. It's something that is a gift to us as the children. Maybe, maybe it's something that's oppressing your mind. It's holding you up. Be deliberate. Come on. It's not a big deal. Okay? No, it's not. Come on. Well, I don't know why, who makes it a big deal out of that stuff. I don't. I'm just cast the demon out and going to get out of there and move out. I'm serious. And don't talk to the demon. Why want to talk to the demon? Just cast the man go out and leave. It's true. I mean, that's part of, part of our mandate. I don't talk to a demon. Oh, he wants to talk to me. I mean, but I don't, I don't encounter on that stuff. I don't encounter with the, with the Holy Spirit. He talks to me. I'm serious. This is, this is for us. But it starts with us individually. We want to change our, our home. Let's don't ask the wife or the husband to change. We have to change first. And the only person that I can help us is the Holy Spirit. There's nobody. He has to manifest, and then he's going to show the law. And he's going to show you what's wrong in, you, in your soul because of what the enemy is attacking you, your mind, will, and emotions. On top of that, he wants to give you gifts so he can, so he can, he can work through you, through all of us. And you women, step it up, all of you. He wants to use us more. He wants to use you more. He wants to, to actually, women, to get more involved in preaching. The Spanish group can say, I've been teaching them for, I don't know, for seven years. I've been encouraging them. Because the Spanish culture is a little bit different. It's a more machistic society. With the men just, you know, but um, and coming from me being Hispanic, I guess I hope they can listen to me hopefully better. <laughs> but not truly. The Holy Spirit one day told me, I wish my, 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 my daughters would get more involved. I said, how? More teaching, more preaching. And then Maggie told me, he, they make more pa better pastors than men. It's true. I can tell you. Because our mandate is apostolic, not pastoral. But yes, but God's going to use a woman to, to, to minister to another person. And women connect easy. Now men can connect with another person, especially the female. Am I right? And the enemy is going to attack more in the female than the men. That's a fact. But it starts in a home, though. Okay? So we're going to just, just let the Holy Spirit just look. Do you, can, do you have a song about the Holy Spirit? That, because I, 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 he's here. Angels are here. Because I just want him to touch you. I'm, I want just to, to give you something that you probably don't know that you need it. But actually, he, he's, he's so gentle. He's amazing. It's just so...